Kelly Spears, and this is The Dirt, where we dig deep with those helping to feed the world. Episode 26, Susie Crouch. I am super excited to sit down with Susie Crouch today, and she is a Western uh, industry influencer that has strong agricultural roots. And I actually came across uh, Susie through Mackenzie Kimbrough's podcast during the NFR. Um, but I'm super excited to talk to you myself today. And without further ado, uh, Susie, would you mind just kind of telling us a little bit about yourself? Yes, thank you so much for having me, Allie. I am very excited to share a little bit about me to your listeners. So I'm Susie Crouch. Um, I operate on Instagram as Velvet Brumby. I also have a blog. It's www.velvetbrumby.com. So I started that about three years ago now, um, just sharing just the different facets of my life as it's developed. Um, I started with Western fashion, then um, went into the home space uh, with home decor, Western home decor. Um, And then when my little girl came into the world, her name is Renly, I started sharing about her too. So just kind of three different sectors that I really focus on, um, on my Instagram page. So I am nearing 20,000 beautiful followers that um, want to kind of see what's going on in my life, which is really crazy. I love being able to connect with people across the world um, and make new friends and chat with them in DMs and in comments and and things like that. Uh, But it's been a really cool experience and I'm excited it's grown organically. It's not been forced. It's just been you know, whatever it's going to be is whatever it is kind of thing. So um, it's been, it's been really cool. Yeah. And um, I mean, you have like your page is beautiful. Like everything flows so perfectly together. Your daughter is adorable and I love her name. Like that is such a cute name. Um, But yeah, it's just, you know, your, your growth has been kind of crazy to see how it has all happened. Um, And I know this is kind of a question that is a weird question, but what had you found to kind of be your secret to success in that growth? Just kind of being real or what has been the best? Yeah. So I think everybody on the, on Instagram, um, when they're, when they're choosing who to follow, um, they want the real content, right? So I try and, um, I'm not great at like sharing stories every day, just because like I do work in eight to five for a poultry company and we can talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really can't be sharing like, okay, I'm, this is what my, a day in the life looks like for right. me, because I don't think my company would very much appreciate that. <laughs> you know, they're paying me for that. So yeah. I really get on after five o'clock and I might update stories here and there. Um, and then on the weekends, I try to be you know, sharing more there, but I think that people just, um, they just appreciate the real and the raw. So I try to keep it that way, but I also like to share, you know, different finds. So like different clothing items, um, just different. I don't really share beauty products that much because that's not really my niche. Um, share, I share a lot about Rin and I think mostly people follow me for my home content. If I'm being very honest, mm-hmm. um, so I'm hoping we're building a house. So I'm expecting that to really kind of take off here in a few months. And I'll probably be sharing tons of more info from that. So yeah, yeah. and that's so exciting, the whole house process. We're in the middle of remodeling ours. And so um, 
It's your brain for sure. Your brain. <laughs> yeah, it's been an adventure to say the least. Um, but I'm excited, kind of like you said, to get to the point where we can decorate and do all of the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but with home decor and stuff and fashion and everything that you do, is there one that is kind of your favorite or do you just kind of like everything? Man, I really like all of them. Um, just because it's it's really easy to share like the real deal when you're open to sharing like all facets of your life. Um and I mentioned this with my with my interview with Kinsey. Uh, you're really supposed to focus on like one one specific thing, and that's how you really see successful growth when you're really honing in on fashion, on beauty, on being a lifestyle blogger. But I the numbers, I I really don't care about the numbers. Like yeah. I just feel it will be organic when you share what you want to share, and that's kind of what I do. Um, if I had to choose one, I'd probably say home content because it's not as sat it's not as saturated um in the western industry there's tons of different amazing western influencers that you can follow but as far as like specific western home decor folks I haven't really seen a ton I mean I, I can think of possibly five just off the top of my head so um yeah that's probably my favorite to share just because it's a little different than what's already being um created yeah, and I would definitely agree with you on that as far as a saturated market. Um, my mom and I have an antique and home decor business, and um, from the farmhouse realm of things, very much saturated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then as far as like when you are finding pieces for your home, like where are some of your favorite places to shop and find those pieces? Yes, so that's an easy question because my absolute favorite is uh, when you're looking for those Western pieces to add to like a modern home. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be Laura Ranch. Um, their pieces are very timeless, but with Western decor, in my opinion, you have to be very careful not to be like kind of cheesy ish, you know, okay. like, there's a very fine line there. Um, I try not to cross it. <laughs> I yeah. try to keep it very, um, I don't know, classic looking. So I love to find pieces from there and then mix it with with like the very um, like subway tile or um, the white walls that you see in a lot of houses. So, or the wood textures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good mix of it all for sure. Um, great. Well, and where did you kind of come up with the name Velvet Brumby? Because it's definitely unique. Yeah, so I um, I wrote down a ton of different options in my notes and then I bounced the ideas off of my husband and um, just probably my closest friends and then um they all kind of liked that name the best and I hadn't seen um the term Brumby in anybody else's um I don't know you know name on Instagram I see a lot more of those now but um and then obviously I love velvet as a texture so um I just loved the name velvet Brumby a lot of people that aren't in the western industry um don't know what Brumby is um So I put that as like a a caption essentially on my blog when you go and see that it's, you know, it's a untamed horse. Um, So it's a slang term too, but, um, but a lot of people that didn't have a clue were like, what in the world is that? (laughs) Yeah, it's super cute and unique. And um, the tagline I thought was a really cute touch when you, when I was looking at your blog um, and just kind of tied it all together. But Switching gears a little bit, I want to go back to kind of your upbringing and your agricultural roots and all of that for a second. Can you kind of expand on some of that? Sure. 
So I grew up in a in a tiny town. It's called Gentry. Um, it's in northwest Arkansas, which is the beautiful part of Arkansas, in my opinion. Um, and I believe then there was only like 3,000 people. I don't know what it is now. Um, it's not much bigger. Um, <laughs> we have like one stoplight and we thought we were a pretty big deal whenever McDonald's decided to, uh, to start their business there as well. Um, but anyway, I grew up there. Uh, my dad raised me until he, he uh, remarried later. So for the, the beginning of my life, really, I spent a lot of time at my granny and Paul's house. Um, they have a poultry, or they had a poultry operation and a cattle operation. They've since uh, moved across the road and still have all the cattle um, as well. My granny has since passed, but my Paul still keeps everything going. Um, but grew up around them and then as well as my dad until he remarried. Um, and that was kind of where my ag roots came from. Um, and then I, once I got older, I went to college at the University of Arkansas and I obtained a degree in poultry science, which is kind of, some people would think it's like, oh, that's a, that must be, you know, equivalent to, you know, an art degree or it's like very, you know, right. it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking okay. for? Yes, yes, yeah. very focused. Um, so, but it's not when you grow up in Northwest Arkansas and you realize that Arkansas is the second largest poultry state in the in the country, right. next to Georgia. So, um, I knew when I was getting out of college that I was going to have a job because there's Tyson, there's Georgia's, um, there is also Simmons Foods, which is where I work now. Um, so I finished in three years, made, got the poultry science degree with a minor in agriculture business. Um, and then I, I was hired on, on salary before I even uh, graduated college, which was awesome, by Tyson Foods. Um, I became a commodity trader and traded soybean mill and a little bit of corn. Um, I got married and then made a uh, change. So because my husband um, works in Tulsa, so I couldn't drive from Tulsa to Springdale every day. So mm -hmm. I moved over to a little bit closer to there um, and I've been working for Simmons for three years and I'm now in. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sales as a uh, national account manager. Wow. Okay. So let's dive into the poultry thing a little bit, just because, and those, I know I've touched on it here and there kind of throughout my stuff for those who are listening. Um, but I also am now involved in poultry. I wasn't growing up or in school or anything, but, um, through Texas A&M now work for the poultry science department, um, which for those of you who know nothing about poultry science in the education world, very small community, um, there's uh, six colleges that have poultry science as a major, and um, A&M is one of them, and obviously University of Arkansas is one of them. So the fact that I found somebody who studied poultry science was like, aha moment for me, because there are very few and far between. Um, and Susie, maybe even you could talk about kind of the, 
how it is at University of Arkansas as far as, you know, your class sizes and how small the department was and all of that. Yeah, so when I got down into, you know, out of the basics that you have to take when you go to school and really into poultry science, it was like I was back in my in my high school days again, and I loved it because my class size, they'd be, you know, anywhere from, you know, 10 students to like 30 students, so it was really awesome. My professors there, um, they were very much like how my high school teachers taught, very personal. Mm -hmm. um, and people from they were all from around there as well uh, for the most part so I really got to know them very well and uh, I very much enjoyed that experience. Yeah and then obviously you mentioned it but the fact that poultry science students um, are going to have a job when they graduate uh, that was something when I came into my current position was just blown away by like it's kind of like a hidden gem that people just don't understand the poultry industry is just needs that many um, people to be in the industry working and just the the supply and demand is very much off as far as students and um, employees go. Right. Um, but and maybe you could touch on that a little bit too now that you're in the industry. Um, how how kind of is it being in the industry and um, working well, through, you know, daily? You're absolutely right as far as like everybody does know everybody. So yeah. even once you get in and you're working for one company, like you have to be very careful not to burn any bridges, obviously, because when you go to that next company, because you probably will, I mean, our generation is is going to change jobs more than previous generations. Right. Um, but you're likely to, um, you know, work with individuals that you might have worked with previously at another company. Um, so it's very tight knit. It's a very great community though, as far as like, I feel like everyone has everyone's back kind of thing. Um, but it's also let's touch on job offers. Um, several of my friends, like they had options, right? They had, you know, three to five different, uh, companies recruiting them to come and work for them. Um, another fun fact, my dad actually went to the university of Arkansas and, uh, obtained a poultry science degree as well. And now my younger cousin is about to graduate in May with her poultry science degree from the University of Arkansas. And she already has a job lined up as well, Simmons. Um, so it's kind of like a family thing. Now there's going to be three of us working for the same company, which is that's really so cool. cool. That's so cool. Yeah. And that's what I always joke with our students is, you know, they have three to five job offers on the table when they graduate, where I had nothing when I graduated with an ag business degree. And they're going to, they're going to get paid more straight out of college than I'm making right now, you know, already two years into my career. Um, but the poultry industry, like I said earlier, and like you've touched on, is just kind of like one of those hidden gems that um, once you can, if you can find yourself in the industry and enjoying it, then it's definitely something that you can grow and be successful in as far as career wise. Yes, absolutely. I'm actually really excited because this year I was named, I think it was um, 20 under 30 for the poultry industry. Oh, wow. That's um, so awesome. We were supposed to get to celebrate, which was really cool, but then obviously COVID happened. So I think we're going to do something next year. Um, it was supposed to be in Nashville and around August, but obviously that got moved. But that was, I think that's just such a huge, like to me, I was really proud to receive that because um it's my professional life right like I spend 40 to 50 hours a week working so to be recognized was really cool yeah congratulations that's incredible hopefully things will get back to normal shortly and you'll be able to get the recognition you deserve oh thank you um but now kind of touching on that as well 
you're in a very unique situation um, that where you have a professional career and then you also have the social media kind of career. I mean, it's grown probably to a career, it feels like on some days. Yeah. How do you kind of manage all of that and keep things separate, but yet also have them converge at the same time too? Right. I have to keep a content calendar as far as like, this is um, the campaigns that I'm working on for these brands and this is due on this day. And I just have to stay very organized. Um, and I don't, I try my very best not to let the two, uh, kind of co-mingle because I do have an eight to five and I'm being paid for that. So I try my best not to let those two meet as much as I can. Um, and try to do my other, other response, my Velvet Brumby responsibilities, um, after business hours. Um, sometimes I'll take a lunch though, and I'll work on Velvet Brumby things. And, um, I think it's okay is, is right. As long as I'm, I'm doing both jobs. So absolutely. Yeah. As long as things are getting done on both ends, then, uh, then it's all right at the end of the day. Right. Yes. (laughs) Um, and what to like women in this industry, I feel like, and even the poultry industry, I think is a great place to talk about it too. How have you being a professional in the, um, agriculture industry and then also now social media as well how have you kind of seen maybe women take a bigger role in the kind of some of these different positions and find personal growth too I guess right I think that's a very that's a very weighted question which yes. I love that um so I'm the only female salesperson at my company um which it's interesting I mean it's it's hard I won't even play it off like it's not because it is Because especially being a young mom, it's always like, you know, I feel like maybe sometimes it's harder to get those opportunities because I've got, you know, other things kind of, Mm -hmm. um, how do I word that? It's very easy to be like, well, she's a mom, you know, we can't give her this project because she's got to do that. Not saying I'm, that's happening to me currently. It's just something that might be in the past kind of thing. Right. Um, but it's, I feel like it's awesome because every day more and more women are trying to make um, a seat at the table, right? So, and that's that's very much me. I think um, when you're in a male-dominated industry, you have to say, look, I'm here. Um, I can do the same work that you can do um, and give it my, my all. And you just have to be vocal about what you want and you just have to go get it. Nobody's going to give it to you. Um, so I feel like if you have that confidence to be able to, you know, take a seat at the table, then um, you'll be better off. Yeah. And I appreciate that you said it in that way. And so eloquently, because I feel like sometimes I talk to people who are like, oh, you know, it's not an issue. I've never had an issue. And I'm sorry, but if you are involved in the agriculture industry as a woman, there's been at least one incident where there's been an issue, yeah. um, which if they haven't, good kudos to them, I guess. Um, but it is, it's cutthroat. Um, if, if enough, you're a male, so kind of trying to forge your own path as a woman is definitely, um, something that I commend you on for sure. And, um, hopefully someone else maybe listening or watching, um, will be able to kind of take that as some inspiration to kind of do what they feel like they need to do as well. Right. Yes. And I'm, I'm lucky that I work for a company that's very inclusive um as far as opportunities are concerned Uh, but I am the youngest and I am and I am a woman obviously so that does present challenges at times I feel like yeah for sure and the fact that you're doing it well too is going to be um you know even more congratulations on your end for that thank you 
So last kind of, as we're wrapping up here, final question, and then we'll kind of go into ways to contact you. But if you could kind of share one thing with somebody who maybe had no idea about the Western industry or the agriculture industry, what's something you might tell them about your way of life? Sure. So I would just say, um, let, well, it's in my bio, but like, let's literally be friends. Like I, I love meeting new people and kind of introducing them to our way of life, um, more on the agriculture sector than the Western side, even. Um, I feel like it's a very tight knit community. So it's kind of, it can seem, you know, intimidating to be a part of, but I'm not really sure why it's so like it's a very judgmental industry at times like if you don't you know have this kind of horse or you don't drive this kind of truck like you don't belong kind of thing but man I just wish it was more inclusive sometimes so um my bio specifically says let's be friends for a reason because I want everyone to feel like they can be involved and they can learn more about the agriculture or western industry um and if you don't feel like you can talk to me about it there's lots of people that I can um lead uh folks to Yeah, perfectly said. Um, I think that's a great point. And then lastly here, what I know you mentioned a little bit in the beginning, um, but if somebody was wanting to get in contact with you or follow along, what is the best way for them to do that? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Velvet Brumby or my blog. It's www.velvetbrumby.com. You can email me. It's (laughs) Susie at velvetbrumby.com. Uh, so one of those three ways you probably should be able to get a hold of me. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and thank you again, Susie, so much for taking time out of your busy schedule in life today. I really appreciate it. And I hope that those of you who are watching or listening, um, got something out of today. I know I definitely did. Oh, it was so great to talk to you, Allie. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Dirt. Don't forget to follow us on social media at AgChicks and that the visual version of every episode can be found on YouTube on our AgChicks channel. We'll see y'all next time.